Live well, bank well at Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. At Affinity Plus, the approach to banking is different because they focus on people, not profit. They serve members with care, excellence, and integrity, built on a solid foundation since 1930. The Affinity Plus not-for-profit cooperative structure allows members to receive maximum benefits while experiencing outstanding service. By and large, members of Affinity Plus love this credit union. And Affinity Plus loves the communities they serve. And they are a strong community partner working very hard every day to support the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more. Or just have a chat and some free coffee. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today our guest is Sergeant Neil Dickinson, public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol. Neil, thanks for joining us today. Good afternoon, Ken and Tess. How are you? Good. Uh, all things considering, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're still uh, um, out working, the State Patrol um, still operating at normal staffing levels out here, and what our main job is is to keep everybody safe and try to reduce fatalities, uh, injury crashes, and crashes in general. And mm-hmm. and we're still out and about, and we're still uh, enforcing those uh, all the traffic laws out here. I understand, though, you're seeing kind of a rise in speeds, though, because of lesser traffic. We have seen an increase in speeding violations. Uh, the speeding violations that are dangerous, um, the higher speeds, we've seen an increase uh, not only in this area, but statewide I've seen some numbers where other law enforcement agencies, other troopers, other police officers are also reporting the same um, type of incidences. And, you know, we're seeing them when you get out on the interstates or even some of the some of the other roads, we're seeing speeds into the uh, three digits, uh, over 100 miles an hour. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, you can see that's a, a very dangerous type of, situation that we deal with and uh even though we've seen a reduction in traffic volumes on our roads um across the state i've seen numbers as high as 43 percent reduction in some areas um in traffic volume so people are are doing the um stay-at-home orders that governor Walz put out so we applaud those people that are staying home but you know there's a lot of people still that have to work you know they have essential um jobs that they need to go go to um a lot of businesses are still open. Um, you know, people have to go get groceries and get prescription medications and and go get fuel and maintenance done on their vehicles. So people are out and about, and we understand that. But uh, for the most part, uh, majority of Minnesotans are, are staying home and, and doing their part to try to keep the, the number of COVID-19, uh, um, you know, positive down to a minimum. So we, I just want to applaud everybody that's that's uh, staying home as much as you can anyway. Uh, Neil, did I see that fatalities were up so far? They are, yeah. You know, that first, uh, um, they almost doubled there the first, uh, I want to say, couple weeks that the stay-at-home order has been in place. So, again, we've seen a reduction in the DWI arrests. We've seen a reduction in crashes um, on our roadways. But um, disturbing trend, our fatalities are up, and, and we're trying to figure out what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, we're, the higher speeds, the careless driving are the most frequently cited contributing factors in these fatalities that we've seen um, statewide. So again, we're, you know, we know the importance of our job in law enforcement is, is to stop these folks, and I call it educating the driver um, yeah. you know, on, on how 
dangerous this can be. Um, you know, you're talking some speeding violations here in Minnesota. Typically, you're going to see a, um, uh, a violation here in Minnesota cost over $100 for 1 to 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. Wow. Now, when you get over 20 miles an hour over that speed limit, your fine is going to double. And now you're, you're adding on all these other surplus fees. So, you know, you're talking $200, $300 range for, for these speeding um, violations. And then for those folks that are stopped and cited for over, going over 100 miles an hour, um, you're going to lose your driver's license for a period of six months here in Minnesota. So you can see wow. it can be very, very expensive. Yeah. And then, you know, you look at it, too, insurance uh, uh, increases, too, on your rates. You know, insurance companies look at these moving violations in, in, in speeding violations, careless driving, reckless driving, DWIs. You know, those type of moving violations are, are dangerous. The insurance companies know that, so you know if you do happen to, just, they still happen to see some of these violations start occurring on your driving record, you can assure that your insurance rates are going to increase as well. So it can be very expensive. So we just want everybody just obey all the traffic laws, even though there might be a little more room on our roadways today. That doesn't give everybody the green light to, to get a heavy foot and right. accelerate and, and increase uh, your speeds because, uh, as you can see, our fatality rates are. Are, are quite high so it's again, not worth yeah. it yeah. on it's many levels absolutely not only to injure yourself your occupants the rest of us that are sharing the roads with you as well are in danger so again please everybody obey the traffic laws wear those seat belts mm-hmm. avoid those distractions you know i talk about this all the time uh when i come on on the show here and but that's what we're seeing out here that's why people are are losing their lives getting seriously injured or injured is is factors that we're seeing out here all right neil uh for the you and your fellow officers in the state patrol have you instituted new protocols now for uh when you do make a stop these days yeah we do i know um you know there's some guidelines that came out from uh you know the the, the chief of state patrol matt langer and mm-hmm. and the captains and all the supervisors here and and uh, it's really highly recommended that we keep our social distancing as well. So if you are stopped by law enforcement, we're going to do everything in our power to protect you, uh, the occupants in the car, and protect ourselves as well. I know we do have some, some masks in our squad cars. Um, one thing that, I, that, I, that I'm going to speak personally, what I do different is I've always done a passenger side approach on a traffic stop, for instance. And, and now that gives us a little more distance from the driver, for instance. If I, if I need to talk to them. We're going to ask for your driver's license. We're going to ask for proof of insurance. So what I've been doing is having the driver actually just hold up their driver's license. Um, I will have them give me the number, or I'll write it down on my notebook. I'll also look at their, their insurance card that they have mm-hmm. in their vehicle, and now I know for sure that they have valid insurance on that. So now what I do is I'm limiting my contact with those occupants of the car. Sure. I can go back to my squad car now. I already have your registration information because we type in that the license plate before we even get out of our car and right so we get all that information back so as far as dealing with the driver now if i just simply get their driver's license number and i'm verifying that's the driver from their photo on their driver's license i can go back to my squad car now and enter that information in so you can see the contact is is reduced or limited now what we're doing out here uh, on the road yeah Stay at home place has been ineffective. Got to keep you guys safe too. So <laughs> we're we're trying absolutely, you That's know. And, and but like I said, everybody can do their part too by obeying all the traffic laws, all the equipment type of violations of your car. So that's going to limit contact 
with with you with law enforcement. So it's kind of a win-win for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Neil, I I know uh, because there's some construction going on right here uh, a couple blocks from us. We know that the crews are out, and that is a good time to remind everyone that they really need to be careful in those work zones, right? Absolutely. I know MnDOT, I just seen something come across our uh, emails that uh, MnDOT's uh, reporting 188 road and bridge projects are going to be scheduled statewide for the 2020 construction season. So those, a lot of these projects now, because of the nicer weather, they've already started. They've got underway. Um, and MnDOT's planning on going ahead with the majority of these these projects so yep. just to remind everybody slow down in these construction zones you see flashing lights you are required to slow down move over um, and that goes for not only law enforcement vehicles uh, tow trucks ambulance fire trucks that also uh, applies to construction vehicles as well so if you see flashing yep. lights MnDOT's out there the county workers the city workers all this uh, um, plays into that uh, law and slowing down and moving over and again if you see a posted speed limit in a construction zone um, even though there might not be any workers in that zone that could, that's considered an active construction zone and those speed okay. limits will be enforced even if you're cited for one mile an hour over the posted speed limit in those construction zone that's going to be a 300 dollars fine that's here right. in minnesota plus uh, it's usually typically about 75 to 85 dollars on top of that um, mm. with court fees and surplus fees so you're talking close to four hundred dollars on a on a speeding uh, violation in a construction. Zone. Again, we say not worth it. It's not worth it because we want to keep everybody safe. You think about the workers that are in these zones. A lot of them yes. are working right, right, in, pretty much into tr- uh, the lanes of traffic, and they have to to do their job. So yeah. it all really comes down to all of us paying attention, slowing down, and being aware of all the workers um, in those zones. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Neil, uh, some people may be wondering about driver's licenses and tabs because many of the license offices are not open. That's true. Um, I know the federal uh, uh, government has changed the Real ID uh, enforcement deadline. They extended that to October 1st of 2021. Um, that was scheduled to, to, the deadline was October 1st of this year. So you can see the federal government extended that for the real ID enforcement. So we got to worry about getting our real IDs. Um, as far as uh, getting your driver's license here in Minnesota, I know a lot of deputy registrars across the state are closed. So how does somebody go get your driver's license if you have an expired driver's license? Because when you go into these deputy register offices, that you have to do a vision test as well. So with nobody in the offices, you can't do this online. So um, recent legislation directed the Department of uh, public safety drivers and vehicle services um, departments division to extend the expiration dates for any valid driver's license, instruction permit, operator's permit, limited license, farm work license, identification cards, and disability certificates. If they expire during this peacetime emergency that we're currently in, the expiration dates for these licenses will be extended for two months after the month of the peacetime emergency and so people do have time okay. once uh, we get back into kind of normal operations and these facilities start to open again. There is, uh, um, I guess, uh, a grace know, period expiration date on these now. So, yeah. yeah, so don't stress over that. I know law enforcement officers know this. They've been instructed. Um, it, it will pop up in our computers if we stop somebody. It's going to have that information in our system as well. So everybody's good to go when it comes to your driver's licenses. When it comes to your tabs, though, there is no 
um, extension on those because we can all do this online, majority of us. Um, I've done this for a few years now on my tabs. I'll go online, drive.mn.gov, drive.mn.gov. If you go to that website, you can type in your plate number and all your information will come up on that. You can renew your tabs online. So if you are going to do this, the recommendation is to print a copy of your receipt. Once you purchase your registration, your tabs, that will be in the mail. That's going to take uh, you know, a few days to get those in the mail. So print a copy of your receipt. So if you are involved in a crash or if you're ever stopped by law enforcement, you have proof to the officer that you updated your tabs. And uh, you should be good to go when it comes to that. Very good. Uh, Neil, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, and I don't know if you know for sure, uh, the fishing opener is only a couple of weeks away. Um, and at this point, it's still on. And, of course, that's another high-traffic weekend in Minnesota. It is, and uh, it, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, how much traffic volume we're going to see as far as an increase. And especially around the Brainerd Lakes area, it gets very busy. A lot of people going up to their favorite lakes or their cabins up in the area. Um, just uh, remind everybody the social distancing is still, you know, it probably will still be in place, um, you know, just to make sure those boats are, are properly secured on the trailers, make sure the trailers are properly secured, all the lights work, make sure that no debris is going to come out of the boats or the back of the pickup trucks. I know MnDOT doesn't want any more life jackets. Uh, those seem to be flying out. Um, <laughs> record numbers on our roadways but think about how dangerous that could be if you're following somebody yeah and all of a sudden debris or, or items out of that boat or pickup are starting to come out so yeah. you can see that can be very dangerous as well so just to remind everybody you know uh pay attention to whatever the current situation is as far as the stay-at-home orders are and um you know if, if they are lifted and you're you're going to end up going out fishing just you know be careful and don't drive impaired, don't drive tired, and we want everybody to have a good time and, and make sure everything's secure. Very good. All right. Well, Neil, uh, I think that's uh, about it for this time, but we thank you for joining us today to talk about these issues, and we hope you will stay very safe, and we'll talk to you again uh, next month. That sounds good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing what you do, Neil. We appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Our guest today is Sergeant Neil Dickinson, public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Our Community Focus programs, of course, are available to access anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.